I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. You know that it's the Oscars tonight, and it's such a shame that the Oscars don't credit dogs that star in many of those films. That's why we're jumping on Zoom now to talk to cinema journalist Toby Rose about his upcoming Fido's for Incredible Dogs on Screen. Toby Rose. Welcome back to A Dog's Life. Well, I'm very pleased to be back on A Dog's Life. A Dog's Life is a fine life and dogs are fabulous. I agree completely. Now, Toby, you're um, a cinema journalist and you're also the founder of the unique Palm Dog and, of course, the Fidos, which are happening next week. Yes, they are indeed. The Fidos are is an acronym but it's also a name in itself. And the acronym stands for Four Incredible Dogs on Screen. And I have to say that the last 12 months have seen some incredible dogs on screen. I have, I have to be honest. It, it's not just fluff and uh, hype. It's a true representation of the last 12 months of cinema. And why do you think, do you think it's been a bit more different this last year to previous years? Well, I think it's just a building sense of uh, the crucial nature of dogs in our general lives. And then that, you know, will filter through onto the big screen when people realise that, you know, that that dogs do play a key role and a key part in uh, day to day human existence. And uh, unsurprisingly, they've been popping up quite significantly on the big screen. Oh, this does sound awfully exciting, actually. Um, you know, because actually today, I think it is, isn't it? It's the Human Oscars today. Well, it is the 12th is the Oscars, which is for humanoids only, but uh, has in the recent past been uh, brought uh, to attention of the organisers that it should consider maybe allowing animals in, uh, notably dogs in the forefront. But we mustn't forget that this year, just as a, as, as, a, as, a, as a footnote to this about dogs on film, we have seen lots of fabulous cats. And we've also seen, notably in a film called Banshees, Banshees and Inner Sharon, uh, and we've also seen it in a film called EO, uh, donkeys. So what can I say? Four leggeds, <laughs> you know, move over two leggeds is what I'm what I'm really sensing. Mm-mm. But you see, you've also, you know, when you say about the Oscars, I agree they should recognise dogs because it's interesting. You know, Rin Tin Tin, the most arguably the most famous film star dog that ever lived. You know, he earned more than Greta Garbo in his career, and he saved Warner Brothers from bankruptcy. Um, when one of his films, you know, and everyone was campaigning for him to get an Oscar and he didn't get one, the most famous dog ever. And when he passed, you know, there was 
radio silence for a whole minute, a whole minute silence for in tin tin globally. You know, I mean, it was a long time ago this happened, but amazing. And they still haven't given in. So that would have been in about 1930. And the Oscars are still not dog friendly. Uh, quite so. But I think it was interesting with um, Dear Uggie, who was the fabulous um, scene-stealing star of The Artist, the black and white Oscar-winning, five Oscars for that film. Um, but it, interestingly, Uggie did have a sidebar appearance at the Oscars, which I thought was a, a, a pour in the door, mm. I feel we could see that as. But, uh, yeah, you know, overall, there's definitely um, a resistance. But I suppose uh, it's not entirely un unexpected. No. So it's it's all the better, I say, that that you, you know, have got the Fidos, um, which are really a kind of a, how would you describe it? Like a, you know, a, a teaser before you get to Cannes in a couple of months. Well, I would say it's it's a it's a it's a sister ceremony. You're quite right to the Palm Dog. Palm Dog came first, and then the Fido's came into existence. Um, and it's been quite a fabulous thing, but it does offer the chance for films throughout the year. But also, interestingly, I think mainly because I created it and organise it so I probably would think this but it does give a chance to go into the different categories and it has a much wider range because it's the films released over the year and going into the categories we have historical hound we have comedy canine so there's you know that's just a couple of them um, and that means that uh, we can really look at the across the board at dogs and what they've done on screen over the year. Yeah, yeah. So go through all of the categories because I do love them. I mean, historical canines. So is that your kind of, you know, period drama? Well, type? what I'd have to do first, and this is one of the terrible <laughs> things in, in the world of broadcasting, is I have to say it's historical hound. Oh, gosh. It's an alliteration. Can you believe it? But no, I can. Historical <laughs> Hound is for the costume dramas and, and films set in the past. And it gives, you know, dogs the chance to recreate images from yesteryear. We have Blockbuster Bowser, which I think is pretty self-explanatory. The big tentpole films that, uh, for example, one nominated this year is understandably Maverick, Top Gun. Oh. And Comedy Canine, uh, the other one is that, again, I would say self-explanatory, boom, boom. <laughs> and the other potential self-explanatory is Rom-Com Rover. I love that one. And the final little slot, by the way, is Mutt Moment. And that's a very interesting one because we created that a bit after the others because we realised that there is just some moments that just jump off the screen that are indefinable, but very significantly doggy, where a dog does something crazy in the middle of or scene stealing. I mean, as a very good example, in Men in Black 2, in the squad car, there's Will Smith, shame on him, and his co-buddy policeman who turns into a, a pug 
and start singing I Will Survive. And that is definitely an example of a muck moment. Yeah, yeah. What about in that Tarantino film with Brad Pitt um, and Leonardo DiCaprio? Do you remember? And there was the amazing big pit bull that actually was trained, I think, wasn't it right, Toby, by the same person who trained Uggy? Well, yes, that dog was called Sejuri uh, and played the role of Brandy, the sidekick to Brad Pitt. No... No, no shabby role for him then to be alongside the fabulousness of Brad. Uh, and as you quite rightly say, Omar von Muller was the person that uh, trained um, the fabulous Uggy, who went on to be so super successful in the artist and, of course, won a palm dog. Um, and uh, Omar was also called in to do the final fight scene, which, as we know, was a fairly gruesome affair. It and was. And to actually wrangle that scene using a big American pit bull or two uh, was no mean feat, especially, I'm sure, with actors who were, I'd un quite understandably, I'm sure, would have been a little bit wary and maybe frightened by all the gnashing of teeth. Well, I thought he was brilliantly trained throughout that film, actually. I, I love the way Brad used to open, well, open to his can of dog food. I oh, think he I love that. It was just brilliant and just gave a quick little kind of sound and Brandy was there, you know, and so and all of that would have needed a lot of training and a lot of time for Brad actually to spend with the dog. I'd love to know more about that, actually. But I think mm. what I could tell from that film was that Brad Pitt loves dogs. Definitely. Not so sure about Leonardo, but he didn't really get that close to Brandy, I don't think, apart from that last scene, as I remember. But I might, it's a while since I saw it. But anyway, but yeah, no, Um. but there's also, so moment, marvellous. I mean, what a genius concept, Toby. Well, we like to think it works and it uh, it is something that this year, for example, I mean, just to give the specifics of all this, um, we've got um, a number of films uh, have been in contention for it, but fabulously, there's a little tiny but significant dog scene in Bones and All starring the man of the moment, Timothy Chalamet. Um, and in also the moment, we've got Spencer, which is a film starring uh, Mark Wahlberg. And that's all very significant because of, the, the keenness of Mark for the dog. And, you know, you have this macho character who really does, you know, uh, show his human side, but through a dog, which I think is, a, is an interesting device. And that happens a, a lot. Notably, can I just say, in a blockbuster Bowser-nominated film, which is John Wick, John Wick 4, is out very shortly. But as we all may or may not know, but uh, the John Wick um, franchise with Keanu Reeves in the lead mm. stars when, of course, his poor dog is targeted by the baddies. And oh, no. you can't get a better reason for a revenge than somebody that does, does ill to your dog. 
I um, knew I loved Keanu Reeves. I mean, oh, he's he's so gone up in my estimation. I'd hope you do that in real life as well. Well, you know, you say Keanu Reeves is as, you're going up in the estimation, but he's he's a renowned, decent human being of normality in a mm. world of superstar, uh, superstardom, craziness, and was. Only recently I saw in the papers, he, he wandered into a pub on his own in somewhere like Northamptonshire and was quite happy to pose up with the barman and the waitress and so on. And everyone was just saying, I can't believe this. There's <laughs> Keanu Reeves in our pub. Amazing. And so, uh, you know, so you're right to say that Keanu Reeves is somebody who should be held in high estimation. Yes, and my cat Gremlin actually has just joined us for this airing. You may hear a bit of purring now, just to add a little bit of uh, uh, contrast and authenticity, Toby. But I'm pleased. And going back to my earlier point about cats coming in from the cold in the <laughs> award season with some standout performances this year. Well, boom. Uh, boom, boom. You also normally um, have an award that's the humanitarian uh, award, Toby. Yes, we absolutely do. And last year, we gave this to a fabulous um, winner, very deserving, uh, and it was for a studio called Arch Model Studio, and they create the fabulous uh, animations for notably Isle of Dogs, but uh, the fabulous Mr Fox, and they will be doing some further uh, Wes Anderson stuff but that was they what they had created specially was it was a passion project called Save Ralph which was an animated uh stop stop animation uh film sure about uh vivis uh, about vivisection about uh animals in the in in the testing of cosmetics Mm, yes. And it was unbelievably poignant and heartbreaking and gut-wrenching is oh, probably yeah. not too strong a word. No, but no. But done in a in a in a very cute style but bringing home a very uh, painful message in a very in a very heart-rending way. And well, that was a five dog humanitarian winner. This year uh, we are aiming to bring to the fore the fabulous works of Turkish Airlines, which uh, was, to my surprise, they were fully involved in something that I, I would have been aware if you'd asked that it would have taken place. But to know on what scale was quite breathtaking, but that there were dog sniffer dogs for the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria that came in from all over the world, but notably, you know, from the near Europe of Denmark, Poland, Hungary, and all these places sent in the sniffer dogs. And Turkish Airlines have uh, taken it upon themselves to um, send them back. Uh, via their good op, but in the cabin, not in the hold, which um, is rather wonderful. And notably, 
a couple of sniffer dogs. I, if correct, I mean, I'm saying this, and I, correct me if I'm wrong on somebody listening, but if my memory serves me, they were flown back to Mexico. Can you ever believe it? And in fabulous first class. So <laughs> Quite right. first class. And I say, well done. Well done, Turkish Airlines. Do you know what, Toby? You know, the yeah. sniffer dogs, um, terrible Turkish earthquake. I mean, how devastating. They've been miraculous as ever, you know, it reminded me of all the 9-11 dogs. And I just think Turkish Airlines have just really got up in my estimation hugely. And so they should be flying first class. And, and it's in situations like that that you realise how helpless humans are. Um, you know, without without dogs, we'd be nowhere. You know, we, you know, there was um Dave was a dog that went out with the London Fire Brigade actually to Turkey, and they um literally had just arrived. This was on the ten o'clock news, and um I I sat up and I just thought, oh gosh, and I burst into tears. Dave was supposed to have a uh, half a day of recceing, you know, so they could work out the lay of the land. No sooner a Dave after a huge long journey. From London, you know, all the way, got out of the the vehicle, and he was on it like a car bonnet, and he saved a young toddler and a sixty-year-old woman. They weren't even working yet. He just pulled his handler over, and these people oh, were bless. Yeah, straight and off bravo the mark to the Bowser. I know. So, what a super humanitarian award, you know, in these crazy times we live. Yeah. Well, we think it's definitely of the moment. And when I saw all, all the awfulness going on, that was, the, you know, the first feeling is for all the people and the and the living creatures all decimated by that uh, natural catastrophe. And then, of course, you see other, you know, people coming to help and they're the people that really deserve praise. And rewards. Yeah, no, totally, totally. So, so the Fido's amazing. Four incredible dogs on screen. And that's taking place, isn't it, in London next week? It's uh, the Sunday, 10.30 in the morning. It'll take place at the Chiswick Cinema on Chiswick High Road, which is near to the Gunnersbury Park, near to Siam Park near to plenty of lovely walking spaces. It already does dog-friendly screenings, and we will be there uh, to give prizes to the some of the fabulous dogs that have been on those dog-friendly screenings. So it's all a good thing. Yeah, a really good thing. And I think, do you still give all of the winners a collar? You know, that's got all the night, you know, Blockbuster Bowser, you know, Rom-Com Rover. They've all got their special collars instead of rosettes. They have trophy collars as the winning prize trophy that will be ceremonially presented on stage at the Chiswick Cinema. And we hope it all goes brilliantly well. We don't want to... Um, to tempt fate but we hope we get a good turnout and we hope that the dogs are happy that they've been rewarded well i'm sure they they are you know because energy travels and and then i guess toby your next big thing will be zooming off to can you lucky thing you haven't got a spare seat have you anywhere that I can well maybe... there's a definitely a spare seat at the ceremony but you'd have to get the you'd have to find the the seat to with the magic seat to fly you out there, I suppose. 
Yes, but yes. Obviously, it would be the most wonderful podcast. <laughs> Yes, it would. It would indeed. Well, gosh, well, we need to talk to somebody about this. You talk to your people. I'll talk to my people. We and um, I could just imagine, you know, with a nice apparel spritz on the, the main promenade. I could see it now, Toby, with our sunglasses on, surrounded by dogs. I think you would fit in perfectly to the Riviera Glamour <laughs> and your sunglasses would definitely fit the bill and you'd be all on it like a car bonnet and that and would we, be rather nice and we chat in in french despair toby bien sûr avec grand plaisir oh c'est très bien ça mais um okay well listen à la prochaine absolument and good luck to the dogs Good on luck the to the Fido dogs awards on the 19th of march at the chiswick cinema Yay. Well, thank you, Toby. And listen, while people are actually listening to this, you and I will be at Crufts together, actually. This is kind of like a surreal moment of the podcast within the radio show. So this is quite exciting as well. It's like, going... it's like Russian dolls, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. A podcast you... within a broadcast, within a Croftcast, Croftcast and star-crossed and so you're joining us on air for our massive three-hour dog-centric broadcast from crafts today the day of the human oscars indeed the humans and the four-legged have their day in the sun absolutely well toby woof woof and woof to you that's our show mr binks what did you think Yes, I know you want to go to the Fido's. Let's see if we can make that happen. And yes, you're right. It is time for Woof of the Week. <coughs> it's high time that great acting by dogs is recognised by the Academy. <coughs> well, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, rate and review the show wherever you tune into your podcast. Thanks again, of course, to Toby for joining us today. And all the links are, you got it, in the show notes. Thanks, of course, to Mike Hansen, my brilliant producer, for all the music and production as ever. Find out more about him at Pod People UK. And for me, I'm just at Anna Webb Dogs. What's that, Mr. Binks? Oh, yes, you're right. You can log on to our Patreon service. As an aside, the link is in the show notes. And yes, Binks, you are right. We will be back in your feed next Sunday. So subscribe now it's free then you'll never miss another show bye for now